This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Praise the Lord, Dr. Hansen. Good evening to you. Good evening, Shannon. Well, folks, welcome back. We're excited to be here tonight on Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. For another edition of the Warning Program, we're live with Dr. Jonathan Hansen of World Ministries International in Stanwood, Washington. During this program, be sure and check out his website, worldministries.org. Well, welcome everybody. And Dr. Hansen, would you like to open us up in prayer? The mic is yours. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for this evening now here in Stanwood, wherever people are around the world in the time they're living in. Bless them, encourage them, strengthen them. Let them be aware, dear Lord, of the seriousness of the hour so they can prepare for your coming. Prior to that, a lot of trouble. But we don't have to be afraid, dear God, just like you brought the Hebrews out of Egypt. You're with us. But we do need to be following the third person of the Trinity. We do need to move in Pentecost. So be with us now as we discuss, dear God, when will you return? In Jesus' name, amen. I want to welcome all of you that are watching on the Warning Television program, listening on our Warning Radio, shortwave, social media, or watching us on social media. Welcome. We are doing a program with Shannon Davis, OmegaManRadio.com, and all of those that are Listening through Omega Man, welcome. When will Jesus return? When will he appear? That's what I want to talk about. Now, this is a live audience, and uh, I want to make sure that people are not confused here, because many people are confused. Now, there's a lot of different positions, and they should not ever divide Christians. There's no reason for it. I've seen, if you don't agree with some people, especially on pre-trib, they act like you have the plague. They literally break fellowship. This is not of God. This is of the devil. Let me make it clear. This is of the devil. This is not of God. We cannot prove any position until it happens. No way should we separate one from another. We should work together to extend the kingdom of God, see as many people saved as possible, healed, delivered, sanctified. Now, the pre-trib position is only a couple hundred years old. That's it. They've never believed it before, and most scholars don't believe it now. 
Very simply, ever since the time of Christ in the church, the church has gone through tribulation. They've been slaughtered. They've been chased all over the world. They've been slaughtered by the millions. Just look at Fox's Book of Martyrs. They're being slaughtered today. Slaughtered by the millions in China, the Soviet Union, Germany. Jesus didn't rapture any of them. He gave them the strength to go through it. Because there is such a thing as eternal life and we never die. There are miracles. Nobody can touch you unless God allows it. And sometimes he doesn't allow it for whatever reason he has to preserve your life when you should have been dead. You should have been executed. Moses should have been dead many times. He wasn't. Now, I've got to get back to my notes here. It's a deep subject. I do want to make a mention of the big lie. One of the things that facilitated the Nazis' rise to power in Germany earlier in the century was their propaganda approach called the big lie. If you told a big enough lie often enough, then people would come to believe it. This the Nazis did well. Some people like to state their position without any evidence, but it sounds good. It feels good. We would rather not suffer. Nobody does. I want you to be totally open. You have to be a lover of truth. Because if you're not a lover of truth, let me tell you, you're going to be taken off guard. You might have a nervous breakdown. You might commit suicide even. How can a Christian commit suicide? Easy, if you're not a lover of truth. If you made your own man-made doctrine to make you feel good. And it doesn't happen the way you think. You blame God when it wasn't God. You weren't a lover of truth. You did not want to hear the truth. You had your mind made up. And it didn't happen the way you thought. We need to be a lover of truth. Matthew 24, 3 through 51. Now, these are the signs of the times and the end of the age. Now, as they sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered and said to him, Take heed, no one deceive you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilences, earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. All through the ages, you can read these things happening. This very description. All through the ages, people thought Jesus was coming back in their time. And 2,000 years have passed. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. That's happened all through the ages. First century, second century. All through the ages. They fled all over the world. When the Muslims and the Pope persecuted the Hebrews the nation of Israel, the people in Jerusalem. 
They fled all over the world or were slaughtered in World War II, World War I. They're being slaughtered today. I'm not talking about Jews. I'm talking about Christians. And everything I mentioned in the past, when it pertained to Jews, it also pertained to Christians. The Great Inquisition, the Pope, his arrogance. If you were born again and you didn't bow to his edicts, his traditions, his words that he said were stronger than Jesus, overruled the Bible, they killed you. The Pope, 66 million Christians. That's a historical fact. You can't deny it. Nazis. Hitler. The Great Tribulation, many people screamed. The Antichrist. They died by the millions. Jesus didn't rapture them. The rapture theory is very popular in America with McDonald's and Burger King and everything else. We don't want to suffer for Christ. Oh, no. We're special. I don't think so. I don't think we're special. We're very selfish people. Hedonism, the serving of self, self-pleasure. But special? No. Vain, arrogant? Yes. Because of lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Many will be offended, betrayed one another, will hate one another. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations. Then the end will come. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, now we're getting into the great tribulation, spoken by the Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Ju Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his place. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those nursing babies in those days. Pray that your flight not be in winter or in the Sabbath. For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days are shortened, no flesh shall be saved, but the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. World War II, the nuclear bomb, Japan. I'm sure a lot of Japanese Christians thought the tribulation was here, but no rapture. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is Christ or there, don't believe it. For false cries and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have forewarned you. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he is in the desert, do not go out. He is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as a lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. The coming of the Son of Man. Verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. And the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven. And the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the Son of Man will appear in heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. 
And they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know the summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by, pass by no means till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words by no means will pass away. Israel becoming a nation again. Verse 36, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven. But my father only, but as the days of Noah were also, will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, until the Noah entered the ark. And did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So will the coming of the Son of Man. Two will be in the field, one will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, <clears throat> he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. <clears throat> In other words, you can't be warned inspection's coming. It's just coming. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find him doing. <clears throat> Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master delays his coming, begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkards. <clears throat> the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him and at an hour that he is not aware of. It will cut him in two and appoint his portion with the hypocrites. There should be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I used to be over all of Africa in church planning. And I would fly in many times and not tell the missionaries when I'm coming or the pastors. I just wanted to see if they're doing their job. And if they weren't, I've sent some home. You weren't sent there to have a vacation or a holiday. You're supposed to be working. Jesus isn't going to give you warning when he comes. Revelation 22, 12 through 21. And behold, I am coming quickly. Remember that verse, quickly. And my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I'm the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do my commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life. The tree of life. The key was a faithful servant. When you were caught unaware, you were doing your job. And may enter through the gates of the city, and outside are dogs and sorcerers. Sexually immoral and murderers, idolaters, and whoever loves and practices a lie. You know, people really need to listen to this, especially people that go to church. Do you hear what it says? 
outsized are dogs and sorcerers, sexually immoral, murderers and idolaters, whoever loves and practices a lie. And you cheat on your employer with his time. You're a liar. You're a cheater. Do you take the Bible seriously? It says you're going to hell. I don't think most Christians take the word of God seriously. They pass over this because they think, oh, I'm not a sodomite. Are you a liar? Do you cheat on the job with your time? I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these days about these things in the churches. I am the root, the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come, and let him who thirsts say, come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. A warning. Verse 18. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of this book of prophecy, God will take away his part from the book of life from the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. You know, a lot of pastors are in danger of their name removed from the book of life. And I'm sure a lot have already been removed because they twist the word of God. Did you hear this? Don't add or subtract my words. Yet I know a lot of pastors. I've talked to them. Oh, it's too hard to read this. So they change it. You arrogant person. You proudful, arrogant person. You know more than God, don't you? God help your soul. Did you hear what I said? Don't add or subtract. Don't twist it. So you think it sounds better. Oh, it doesn't offend my liars and ooh, my, my, my giving units in church. Oh, we don't want to call them out. Those that cohabitate. Again, I am come quickly. Remember that. He who testifies to these things, surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now note the word. It's a Greek word. T-A-C-H-U. For soon or quickly means without unnecessary delay. Jesus is promising to come without unnecessary delay. Not imminently. Are we there? Hello? Without unnecessary delay. In his timing, when all has been fulfilled, when he's given grace, without unnecessary delay is the word. That Greek word, T-A-C-H-U. The word for soon or quickly, without unnecessary delay. The key idea here is the meaning of T-A-C-H-U, which is without unnecessary delay. The science of judgment comes into play here where God will not judge any person or nation until certain conditions are met to fill up a person or nation's cup of iniquity, first for redemptive purposes and after for utter destruction. So all of those thousands of years, 2,000 years, where countless millions have died and no rapture for any of them. And I know they thought Hitler was a pope. I should say the Antichrist. And why do I say that? Many scholars until recently thought the pope was the Antichrist and taught it. Whether the pope, why? 
He killed 66 million Christians. The Nazis, Hitler, they thought he was the Antichrist. Stalin, they thought he was the Antichrist. <coughs> I remember when Obama got in. Oh, he's the Antichrist. Everybody's the Antichrist. But the real one hasn't appeared. <coughs> Prototypes of the Antichrist, evil, lawless men, definitely. But not the Antichrist. Revelation 2.16 Repent or else I, am, I will come to you quickly and I will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. I will come quickly. In other words, without unnecessary delay. He, he's giving you time for mercy and grace, isn't he? Some people take that time and get, come back to Christ. Some people die in their sins. Revelation 3.11 Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no man, no man might take your crown. Revelation eleven fourteen. the second woe is past. Behold, the third woe is coming quickly, quickly, without unnecessary delay. Revelation 7, 22, 7. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of prophecies of this book. <clears throat> Note. The request in prayer throughout history has always been for Jesus to return quickly, as soon as possible, without unnecessary delay. It's been in every generation. Don't you think they were praying that in the concentration camps all through Europe in World War II, where Jews and Christians were there? Come quickly! Come now! Yet many of them died were executed. He didn't come. It's without unnecessary delay, God's definition. Now, people might demand for God to come back now or immediately, but all can testify this has not happened because a person demands or misunderstands the word of God. Jesus has not returned for the last 2,000 years even though millions of Christians have been slaughtered by evil men. 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance. There is an appointed time for each of us to die, and he gives us time to spend eternity with him and not lose our spiritual life forever. Romans 8, 29, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Foreknew. God can see in the future what our choices will be. He doesn't make those choices like predestination where God makes us do. He doesn't make you do this. You think God's an animal or a monster. He sends you to hell, sends you to heaven, and you don't have a choice in it. I mean, this is ludicrous. This is a stupidity of some people's teachings, though. Stupidity. We all have a choice. And he knows what our choices are going to be. What do you think prophecy is about in the book of Revelation? He knows the choices of man. He knows those that are going to resist him. He knows that two billion are going to die. Because they're not going to come under mercy and grace. They're going to keep fighting God. 
He knows nuclear war is going to happen. The rapture of the church, when will it be? Only the last 200 years, roughly, has this theory of pre-tribulation rapture ever been spoken. It's never been taught. And it's only, you know, accepted, especially in America. Other countries, they don't accept it. China's told the missionaries, don't come back and preach your pre-trib rapture. You guys all ran to save your lives. We died by the millions, like 50 million. We don't want to hear your pre-trib rapture. It didn't happen. We died. Oh, God, God's, God would never let us go through the wrath of... He has let the church go through it for 2,000 years. What is in your mind? Do you know history? Do you know your Bible? Oh, God won't let us suffer. Are you kidding me? God said, if I suffer, you will suffer. If they hate me, they'll hate you. Do you know your Bible? Not some American goulash that they call our sermons. Taken way out of context. You know, it's an American gobbledygook coming from the pulpit. You know, gobbledygook, witch's brew just about. You twist the word of God, that's what it is, a witch's brew. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.